If you missed last week's episode of The Barn Burner, here's what you missed. I got I got fantasy picks for you, Sal. You got fan- okay, go ahead. So, you know, you always do the Stardom Sims with me. Yep. Now I'm going to do Stardom, Sims, Stardom I like it. Sims with you. What are you thinking? Brussels sprouts. Sit them. Oh, come on. I ain't a big Brussels sprout guy. Listen. Hello and welcome back to the Barn Burner Episode 8. Sal and Mike here. Last time we were on here, Mike was a little mad at me because I was not the biggest fan of Brussels sprouts for our Thanksgiving edition. But, Mike, to start off, how was your family's Thanksgiving? It was great. Honestly, it was nice. I uh, went to my grandparents' house. was just me and my family. That's, that's five. Yep, yep. And then them. Right. So that's two. Yeah. So I'm no math guy, Sal, but that's under ten, isn't it? It is. I believe it is seven. Yes, it is seven. Yep, yep. So, you know. We but we had a good time. We uh, we we had a nice time. We sat around. I just watched football. Really, um, it was nice seeing Will Fuller do Will Fuller things. And now it's kind of until not this a, week. Until this week, and now Lots Will Fuller's done non Will Fuller things. But yeah, we'll but it wasn't his down. fault. It, we don't know. We don't, we don't know. know. But from it, what from, he said, allegedly, it doesn't seem like it is. But we haven't been on a full episode Can in you two fight weeks. That? Um, probably not. So My this, fantasy team is going this is the down, first so. time in two weeks we're on a full episode, so yes. a lot of things have happened. Uh, we are still, this is going to go up today, this is Wednesday, so week 12 will end because it's Wednesday mm-hmm. afternoon football. It is. Today, which is wasn't December there Wednesday, 2nd. Wasn't there, wasn't there a Wednesday night football? There has been, I think, football on Wednesdays like when they've done like Christmas Eve games type of thing, um, but they moved it to 340 day because you can't forget the lighting of the Rockefeller Center Christmas tree tonight on NBC, that's and that's tonight. why they moved it. They moved it tonight because they the, wanted it to be Wednesday night football, and then NBC oh, was like, "No." NBC gets broadcasting rights right. for the game, and there was and they really, get the rights like, also well, yeah. for the yeah. So they had to do. Did both. you see that tree when it opened up? I did. Wasn't there like an owl in it too? It was. There was a whole big issue. Yeah, there, I don't know exactly. Tree, they got listen, it from Oneonta. Listen, I big New York guy. Yes, big New York guy. Yeah, been to the city many times. I have never went to the tree. I never felt the need to go to the tree. 2017, 2016. I was with my girlfriend and some friends. We went to the tree. Dude, do you know how... F- it's it's not bad it's appealing. Not a, no, it's not. I it went with my ex, like, too, in probably about... Tw- I would say 2017 or 2018. And you, you know were what? there at the same time. And they, they're like, oh, let's go see the tree! And you're like... because well, my, no. my, my... One of my friends is a photographer, and she wanted to get pictures. Okay. So we, had, we got couples pics in front of the tree. Right, and you wanted to shoot yourself. I know. I, I didn't... Listen, I didn't mind it. I liked the pictures. The pictures came out nice. But what my problem was, was that the tree, I look at it, I was expecting like this big, nice, glowing tree. It no. just, it didn't look as appealing as it, as, it, as I felt like it should have. It just, you know, it just looks like a really bland tr- and I, tree, I don't like, a dying tree nonetheless, and just a, like a just light string up on I it. I don't like going to the city to begin with, because, it, and then you put Christmas into it. You got everybody and their it's brother's mother packed. there, That's why right? I'm scared in Rockefeller about this, Center. Rockefeller tree lighting, because I thought, I thought they were supposed to cancel it. Well, no, they're not having, like, an audience, or if it is, it's, like, very limited, like, mm-hmm. tickets, whole nine yards. They're being safe about it. They're doing the right thing. Whatever. Yeah, That's yeah, cool. Yeah. It's just, like, you know, the parade. They're not going to cancel that. They still did it without fans. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. People are singing, performing. They don't need anybody. You're watching on TV anyway. Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. 90% of the people are. But, you know, one of the things is, like, I don't get the whole hype behind it. Like, why do you want to go to this city around Christmas time? Like, I got a tree in my house. Yeah. Like, I got heat in my house. That's good. And, and I don't got to worry about, you know, getting, like, pushed around. I just look at my tree. It's not that appeasing. I agree with you. Yeah, no, it's definitely not something that I looked at and went, oh, I'm so happy. It wasn't I like saw I that. gotta go. 
Yeah. It wasn't like it I'm really, gonna make plans to go. It wasn't that type of thing. And I've been to the city many, many times in my life. Yeah, me, me too. My, my nana and poppy would take me and my sisters to Christmas spectacular every okay. yep. every like Columbus Day, whatever the hell it was. Right. It was a whole big thing. We do that every year. And sounds nice. We never went to the train. It was always No. We take the train in early, we get to the we go see the show early. And you're out. We know Eat. we would go to we would go to Ellen Stardust Diner. Okay. You've been there before? I have not. I've heard of it though. It's very nice. It's like you know, it's like a bunch of like bro- like wannabe Broadway people okay. so they sing and they dance, they perform. It's That's actually cool. a really cool place. Um, and then we go to the big Toys R Us. We ride the oh, Ferris wheel. Oh, I love that. We yep. would ride the Ferris yep. wheel to Toys R Us. Yep. And then you have to get something. Yes. In the Toys R Us. Yes, you always have to get something. Especially when you're with the grandparents, you most likely know. Oh like, yeah, right, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna get something. Mm-hmm. So and you know me, it's a kid in a toy shop, and that Toys R Us. I used to get huge. Legos there a lot. I, or yeah. like the uh, Bionicles. It's funny. One time I got the Fushigi. You know the Fushigi? Oh, yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. got that. That thing is a fucking waste of money. Yeah. It's supposed to be like the zero gravity ball. That It's really just a metal sphere that looks so like a mirror that yeah. looks good. But there was a manufacturing error where there was like an air bubble or two inside. So you, you could tell that it was just like moving around. Yeah. Um, I got Red Dead Redemption there. Nice. Yeah. The original. The original Red Dead Redemption there. Nice. And Toys R Us. Nice. But yeah, it's it was a nice it was a nice time. You know, it, it is that time of year. Usually the city is, but like it, I've never been in that moment where I'm like, oh, I gotta go to the city. Like I've been to the city many times. Like I said, I yeah, I went with friends. You know, I I went to Bubba Gumps for the first time in 2016. I think that was okay, and it wasn't anything crazy. That's for sure. No, it's not. It really wasn't. It was kind of more like I don't know. Like, like uh, the food was okay. I was a big fan of this burger place that I know, okay. where you can like it's like you, bu- you build your own burger kind of thing. You get the whole nine. That that's a good place. I forgot where it was. It's somewhere in Central, uh, not Central Park, Times Square. Uh huh. But yeah, it was. It's it's nice if you kind. Of, I don't know. I don't really know how else to put it other than that. It's cool sometimes. Okay. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I'm not a big city guy. I've gone there multiple times like you have. I used to go all the time as a kid yeah. for the tree with my grandparents because my aunt lived in the city, so we'd meet her up there. And to me, the tr- I was never the biggest city fan. I, I always hated going to the city. I, I just wasn't that into it. I didn't like the whole, you know, pay fucking $20 to get a picture with SpongeBob, you know, who didn't look like, you know what I mean? Oh, like those no, people walking those around guys. or whatever. My grandparents like, oh, yeah. Take a picture. Oh, really? I don't Your grandparents do that. told you to take a picture. Yeah, of them? I had my grandfather a was an ex-cop. He was an ex-detective. Yeah, he kept us far away from them because he. The one thing he told me that he always told me was, those people, predators. Yeah, are, I'm sure. But I'm like, whatever. People. So I, I never liked it. I only like going to go to the Rangers game because I don't even gotta walk in oh, in, yeah, into yeah. the city. I just gotta get up. I was gonna say Penn this Penn Station, Station and then right in. Does Penn Station it. have a connection to MSG yeah. Underground? Yeah, it does. You don't have to go up. No, so that's the only reason I like to go to the city. I don't got to see anybody. I don't got to walk outside. I don't got to hear a taxi. I don't got to do anything. Gonna, like, the city's good. You just got to go in with the plan. Like, the thing like, is, the problem is that the plan can get very expensive in time. I also think for us, like, as living on Long Island, you know, it, for other people, it's like an attraction. Like, if you think about people, it, it's kind of like yeah, if we go to Disney, to right? It's kind of like if we go to Disney, maybe somebody who lives in Fort Lauderdale or, or Miami or Orlando, Orlando, they're like, oh, what, whatever. Like, they're it's like, Disney. Oh, yeah, it's but Disney. that's like, it's, the city is almost like other people, like tourists, Disney, in a, in a sense. Yeah, no, You've got everything and anything there. The that's what I'm saying. People say, oh my God, we're going yeah. to get to go to New York and City. You, I've never been to New York City. And you got to think, like, there's people, they're there. Do you think they even understand, like, 
do you, do you think that they're there and like this is a fucking letdown? Or do you think they're there and they're like, yeah? This I think is it a- depends on where you come from. True. Like if you come from out of the country, middle of Kansas, farm girl in the city, probably. She's probably she's gonna, she's like, I've never like seen anything shock. before. Probably. But, like, if you get somebody from, like, California, they're going to be like, oh, whatever. This is, like, L.A. Yeah. Similar scale. You get somebody that comes from, like, you know, I don't know, Australia, they're going to be like, whatever. This is cool. You know? So, I guess it depends on where you come from. But that's the city for you. Yeah. Four four or five minutes talking about the city? Yeah. Worth it. Yeah. So, whatever. All right. So, we've missed a lot. But, we unfort- you know, we're not going to be able to cover everything. So, I'll just kind of go back to where we picked up last time. Thanksgiving games. Yes. We both picked Houston. We did. And we both picked Washington. Yes. So we were two we were two for two on that. Eighty points combined, by the way, uh, on our two on the two winning yes. teams. Eighty, 80 points 80. combined. Um, you know, and the Thanksgiving games, both forty one points for the winners. Mm-hmm. Um and Dallas, they, they just they got ran all over a little bit. Um, so Detroit. Gibson no, but Gibson ran for three touchdowns. That that's the first time since nineteen ninety eight when Randy Moss did it, but you know, different different statistics. And mm-hmm. then Detroit, early on it looked like they were doing it, and then J.J. Watt had the pick six, and it was all Houston. Oh, yeah, definitely. Detroit definitely came out, and they proved to be like, all right, let's play, let's play a little bit. And then Deshaun Watson and, uh, you know, I, I kind of want I don't know if it's, it's right to improve Will Fuller over here or mention him here, but, I mean, yeah. was they, but they weren't PEDs. They were just no. illegal so, substances. Will Fuller, the whole thing with him is six-game suspension, the rest of the season plus the first game next year, whether that's with the Texans or not. What happened is is his doctor gave him something. He needed medication. He needed medication, and they thought it was not in the list of the NFL's illegal substance abuse policy. Mm-hmm. And un- it, unfortunately, it turned out that it was. Yes. So, Will Fuller, that's why he is suspended. So, that's what I'm saying. It's not really necessarily his fault, so mm-hmm. to speak, because, you know, they didn't. They, they thought they were aware of the situation. You can't really bl- – you know, nobody's really to blame. Will Fuller didn't seem necessarily aggravated or he knew. He's like, I understand like, I did something yeah, wrong. I'm going to take my suspension yeah. and then I'm going to come back, which I thought was very good of him to do it like that. Um, and then we have the, uh, the Baltimore meltdown. That's happening now today. Now it's turning into a Pittsburgh meltdown. Yeah. So you've had almost you've had an entire breakout, needless to say, of COVID in Baltimore. RG three starting the game now. Since it's been so long, nine days since they pushed this game back. Yes, nine games since they pushed this day game back. They pushed it back. It was supposed to be Sunday. Then it was going to be Monday. Then it was no. Then it was going to be Tuesday. Then it was oh. gonna, now today Wednesday. Nine games. Nine days because the, no, the outbreak started last Tuesday. Or Monday night. I know, but they were st- but they were slated to play Thursday. Right, but they canceled it. So Thursday, tu- Tuesday Friday, night, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yes. That's like five. That's not nine. But I'm saying like nine yeah, days yeah, yeah. from the initial outbreak. Okay. Was yeah, last yeah. Tuesday. Yes. So that's over uh, eight yeah. days. Yes. Okay. You know, and now you're gonna play the game today at three forty. Um. So this is gonna wrap up week twelve. But before we get into the NFL as a whole, a couple of other things around the sports world have happened. The NHL, they have said that they are eyeing the start date for There's CBA January first. The did you hear about that? I did. Yeah, apparently there's something wrong with the start date and uh, Batman. No, it, it was going to be February, January. It was going to be like thrown back, but now it seems like they want to lock it in at that January first start date. Um, so that's the NHL. Not a whole lot to talk about. Really hasn't been any more free and signing. The reverse retro jerseys did get released. They are available for purchase on your team store, whichever you may want to purchase. We are not sponsored, but I'm just saying if you want, go out, get your reverse retro jersey. I got mine. 
Um, so the NHL, not much news otherwise going on there. The NBA today, a couple of breaking things in the NBA. They released its 2020 preseason schedule. That tips off in uh, nine days, December 11th. That starts, mm-hmm. and it will stop December 19th. So the preseason ready to go in just nine days there. Um, then also today, LeBron signed a two-year, $85 million extension with the Lakers. Yeah. And then the NBA 2020-21 regular season tips off Tuesday, December 22nd, 72 games for each team. And the schedule for the first half of the season will be released in the coming days, which brings us to March 4th, 2021. And Christmas Day on NBA is scheduled as usual. You'll have NBA, you'll have football. Christmas will be nice. Hopefully everyone will be able to be with their families. And that's pretty much all that you got in the NBA. Um, the Miami Heat, they released their city jersey yesterday. My fantasy, well, my friend started the fantasy league for the release NBA. Release court. Fantasy basketball we will be able to talk about soon as that's going to be coming into its own. And then, you know, run us through this NHL thing a little bit. Okay, so what's going on is that there's more contract disputes. You know, going back to when the bubble first started, there were talks about um, – well, the CBA agreement's coming up between the NHL and the NHLPA, which is kind of just like the Players Association, and all that contract stuff's going on. I don't know what's exactly the specifics because, quite frankly, I'm no lawyer. I'm not a contract guy. But what I think is happening is I think there's going to be an issue in regards to uh, having a lockout. People are thinking that uh, there's going to be a uh, – there's hinting towards a lockout when uh, uh, for the season because they're not going to be able to get a contract done. It's kind of everyone's kind of blaming the owners and Bettman on it, and uh, everyone's kind of like, well, the place isn't the players' fault. You know, there was supposed to be this plan going into the bubble about the CBA, and now you're kind of turning it on us. And what, like, what the hell's happening? What the hell's going on? But in reality, uh, if the NHL cancels the 2021 season because the players won't give it an, uh, give another 300 million dollars in concessions, that is a lockout. So. I mean, who knows? This wouldn't be the first NHL lockout. No, they they've had one. They've, they've had a couple. They, three, I think, right? They've At had least? three in like the past twenty years. Yeah, they had one I think it was oh three oh four, and then they had the one in thirteen, that like only made half a season. Yeah, but see, this is the problem too. Like with the the they don't like the commissioner. Yeah, they no, don't. Gary they don't, Bettman, they don't like Bettman. Every call, everybody gets booed all the time. They call him Moneybag Bettman. It, it's a whole big thing. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we don't really know what's going to go on in the NHL. We hope that there's an NHL season. We've been looking forward to that since the last one. Um, so, you know, obviously there's a lot to break down. The most, the busiest thing right now is the NFL. Um, that's just because that's the only sport being played. Well, the MLB's got some news. The MLB does have some news. Uh, I believe Trevor May. Trevor May to the Mets. Signed with the Mets. Uh, that's on a one or two year deal. I believe it's a two year deal for. I think it's two years. Two-year deal. Um, so, I mean, the Mets made their first offseason acquisition. They lost out on Charlie Morton. He went to the, he went back to the Braves, which yes. is, it is what it is. You're not um, going to get everybody, unfortunately. Yeah, I'm not going to get anyone. Um, I heard that they're really close with Springer. Right. Yes, I did see that. And I don't know if they're going to – I don't know what the deal is with Lindor. I know he was, like, the first big name that they he were was, thinking. He was – because he's, he's going to be a trade acquisition. So you got to think about who you got to right. give up. They don't really have a GM, too. They have mm. – Sandy Alderson, who's just the president of Baseball Ops, and then Steve, Steve Cohen, the owner. Right. But there's no official GM yet, so they're still trying to work around that Do they problem. plan to appoint one? 
Yeah, I think they said they plan on putting it putting a GM in place. I'm not sure who it's gonna be. We'll see what happens. But um Honestly, I uh I, I'm just excited to see how it's gonna play out. I'm not really too sure about where it's gonna go or anything like that. I don't know who the I don't know who the possible GMs are. I know they're staying with Rojas for their head coach. I think that it's gonna be fun to see you know, it was a two year deal for the mate, but um I think it's gonna be fun to see. I don't. I don't really know. They got Marcus Stroman back, which again was nice, but I'm just trying to think. I don't really know about anything other, like anything else in terms of uh, what they can do in the sense of you know. But yeah, I mean, they they can do a lot of things, but I don't really know. I'm not really gonna sit there and go, oh, you should do this. You shouldn't. Have, you shouldn't have done this. I'm not gonna nitpick. I'm just gonna let them do what they have to do, and. I think they're going to be active in free agency. I think they're going to have a, a good off season, and I'm excited to see what they. I'm excited to see the finished product in 2021. But right now, to me, it's just trust the process, let it happen, and we'll see, and we'll go from there. And I think the MLB will have a pretty successful 2021 season, whether that's going to, you know, however that's going to start, fans, no fans, but you know, after they had their disagreements with Manfred, they were able to get things together and had a fantastic. Uh, mini season, if you want to call it, plus playoffs. Nice job with the bubble. So I don't think many people are displeased with what's going on in the MLB. And the free agency in the MLB is always hot because since there's no technical cap space and this, that, the other thing, there's always uh, opportunity to grow and be the best and you know get to the best potential as a team as fast as you possibly can. Um, and the Mets are going to be the team that, one, uh, Freedons might look to go to, and two, that are going to be up and running for the bidding wars of the top free agents. Uh, not going to get all of them, as you said, but they could get a couple. Um, I think the next one that I think a lock for the Mets is going to be Realmuto, and then either Lind- and then either Lindor or Springer. I don't think they get all three, but I'm going to say definitely Realmuto, and then either Springer or Lindor, because I don't know what... Cohen's willing to give up for Lindor because it's going to be a top player. Yeah, uh, people were throwing around trains with like getting rid of J.D. Davis, getting rid of you know, like uh, Andre Jimenez. But if you do that, then that would be a two for one. I'm saying if you do like a top, maybe like, you know, they're not going to give away Syndergaard, but a Syndergaard Lindor would be, uh, you know, somewhat applicable they would, rather they than go, get, or you go two they, for one. They wouldn't get rid of Syndergaard, I think, unless they know they got Bauer. No, I'm just saying like you have to give somebody of. You know, unless you're going to go two for one for Lindor, you have to give somebody of that caliber off the Mets. And that, where does it come from? They're pitching mm-hmm. for the most part. You're not going to give away Pete Alonso. No, no, no. You yeah, know? you know, you're right. I, uh, I don't know. I, I, I think it's going to be fun. To, I think like I said, I'm just going to let, I'm just going to let whatever happens, happens. The same thing with the Islanders. They're in a fucking huge cap crunch right now. I mean, with Johnny Boychuk, he, you know, you could talk about that. Johnny Boychuk's going to. I don't know if he's going to retire. He's ending his career, but I don't know if he's officially retiring or going on long-term IR for the simple fact that it's going to save the Islanders money if he takes long-term IR and it allows him to use $6 million in cap. And we'll see where that goes. But, yeah, they need need to give money to Matt Barzal. They need to give money to a couple of other guys here and there. And that money is just – right now it's just non-existent because they have – they're giving – Andrew Ladd, who is not even a third line or AHL player most for the most of the season, he's only getting like he's getting like six mil or five mil or something like that. Leo Komarov has gotten like three mil. Like it's kind of an excessive spending on a lot of guys that you don't really need anymore, or that guys that are you, you could have spent elsewhere. Like I understand that you want to give 
Leo Komarov, but Leo Komarov's not worth three million dollars because now you put yourself in a scenario where you're spending at least two, like I would say, two million dollars more than you probably want to spend on a guy like Leo Komarov and that you could have been spending elsewhere to get a free agent. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what the Islanders do in the cap crunch. You know, with their cap crunch situation, I think the I guess Boychuk departing in whichever way you want to consider it uh, helped the team a little bit. Um, but you know, st- sticking with uh, you know the Mets just for a second uh, mm-hmm. on this day in sports, nineteen ninety one, the Mets got Bobby Bonilla, made him the highest paid MLB player, twenty nine million five year deal. And then that's why it's infamous Bobby Bonilla Day. Not today, but yeah. later, so, later in his career. But this is the day they acquired him you know from the Pittsburgh funny? Pirates. They were talking about Bobby Bonilla Day. And Steve Cohen, or, you know, Mets Twitter was just kind of choking around saying, like, oh, you know, maybe instead of – or maybe uh, Steve Cohen could just give Bobby Bonilla all the money now so we can stop doing this or something like that. And then Steve Cohen actually responded on Twitter because he's been very active on he Twitter. He has been. And he's been pretty funny. And he said, "I want to. I wonder if we can make a whole day out of it. Maybe put him on a go kart and uh, put him on a cart and ride him around the infield and have a whole big Bobby Bonilla <laughs> day in City Field. And that was that was brilliant. That was funny. Yeah, Steve Cohen definitely is uh, is quite the uh, quite the uh, spokesman and quite the uh, co- uh, comedian so far off Twitter. But handling handling it in a v- very professional way. So I do give him a lot of credit. Another on this day, 1993, Houston Rockets scored 94." Uh, 85 win over the Knicks at MSG. 15th straight win to start the season. That was the first since 1948 to the nine, Washington Capitals in the NBA, <laughs> which was a 49 game, which was uh, streak ends. So I don't know somewhere around there. But yeah, they got a 15th straight win. And then uh, event of interest 1995. Montreal's Canadiens coach Mario Tremblay leaves goaltender Patrick Waugh in the game too long, allowing an embarrassing nine goals in 11-1 route. By the Detroit Red Wings. <laughs> we, oh yeah! You then he ended up that? getting traded, moved to Colorado, and won the Stanley Cup. Yep. So that's that's, that's, that's 1995. And that was courtesy of On This Day. You leave your goalie out to dry like that. You don't give him any support. It would have been funny if like they won the cup against the Red Wings that year. It would be Canadians. in 95. Oh, the Canadians. Yeah, yeah. They lost to the Red Wings. Right, but okay, yeah. So um, would have been funny. The Canadians if played the Red Wings. They got killed eleven to one. Yes, that would have been funny. That would have been, uh, really but it didn't funny. happen. It did not. So you know, now I guess you can talk about football. You uh, know, unless yeah. there's anything else that you got. No, I mean I don't know. Like I said, MLBs is kind of MLB, NHL. Um, the sports are kind of been like an idol. Yeah, no, they're kind of been an idol. MLB and NHL is kind of like a sit and wait. You gotta yep. see what happens. Just observe the landscape. I mean, we don't have any fucking inside sources. We don't know what's going we on. Don't. We, we know just as much as you guys, but um. NBA at least has a preseason schedule. I mean, yep. it'd be good to watch something else. I'm excited, actually. This might be the first NBA season I actually sit down and try to enjoy. Yeah. Rooting for the Trailblazers here. The Knicks on the Knicks and Knicks when they get good, the Trailblazers for now. <laughs> so, to start off, uh, after the Thanksgiving loss, uh, the Lions GM and head coach Matt Patricia got fired. 12 weeks, seen enough. Yes. Jacksonville... General manager after Sunday's loss, going one and ten, eliminated from playoffs, gone. This is one of the first times where you're in a unique position where you have the Texans, Atlanta, Detroit, Jacksonville, all four GM prospects, all, all four need GMs going into the new season, and three out of the four teams right now have 
interim head coaches. Jacksonville is keeping Doug Marone throughout the season probably to afford or create maybe a tank opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they will. They are they're one in ten. Uh, so pretty much, if they keep losing and the Jets keep losing, they'll secure number two. Whatever they do with that pick will be unknown. Um, so four teams for the general manager for the general manager position, uh, which is interesting. Um, then also today's news, Wednesday, December 2nd, Tyrod Taylor declined to file a grievance against the Chargers doctor who punctured his lung to get Justin Herbert to start. Was it intentional? Was it not? He's mm-hmm. not filing anything about yeah, it. Yeah, that's good. Um, Baltimore Steelers, we said today, 340. Uh, Mark Ingram, J.K. Dobbins are not playing, even though they technically are cleared, so it'll be Gus Edwards and Benny Snell, the running back, will be the for the Pittsburgh Steelers as James Conner has COVID. Um, also... More news. Uh, the Denver Broncos they had no quarterback. They picked up Ken. They picked up from the practice squad Kendall Hinton. He played against the Saints. A lot of people have respect for him. He didn't know anything about the playbook. All four Denver quarterbacks on Sunday were ineligible due to COVID because they all did not wear masks in the meeting. Which yeah, I, I, I thought that was that. that was you know why don't you just do the right thing honestly? Um, then earlier in the week. Santa Clara officials stated that the San Francisco 49ers and any team in San, in the Santa Clara area is not allowed to play, practice, or do anything in facilities. So the San Francisco 49ers are playing the next two home games oh, I heard about in yeah. Arizona at the State Farm Stadium. Um, and that's interesting. This is not the first time that other teams, or the Vikings, had to play in Detroit when say, the stadium collapsed. Yeah, and then didn't um, Buffalo play? Buffalo did play. Um, somewhere else, I forgot, but this isn't the first time it happens, you know, we try to help out, and there was a couple, uh, baffling going back and forth on Twitter between, uh, the two teams, you know, don't touch our, uh, I believe they said, like, I don't know, the Cardinals have something inside their facility that you can, that they use, and they, and they tweeted out, oh, you know, don't touch this, like, you know, just joking Yeah, no, around. I get that. Um, and then, uh, Monday night's game came around, and DK Metcalf absolutely went off, and Which is nothing new. prior to the game, though, defensive coordinator Jim Schwartz, who used to be the Lions head coach, said, you're nothing like Megatron yet. And then DK had that kind of game. That's crazy. Yeah, you know, you always kind of got to think, like, players love using that for motivation. They love hearing oh, yeah. people talk down to them and they say, oh, you want to say that about me? Okay, and then they always go out. I love that. That's how you know that player is good, when they take that negative energy and they just say, all right, fine. You want to talk like that? You want to talk hot? I'll go out. Yeah, um, so Pro Bowl voting is also open for the NFL. Um, my cause, my cleats is week 13, which is a huge thing the players do, whether it's their foundation, a foundation they support. Um, a lot of things going on in the NFL right now, which yes. is good because it's something to talk about and something people to watch, so it's good. Um, now, you know, so, you know, I guess since it is the last week 12 game, we can predict predict that game. Both teams are COVID-ridden. Um Ravens sort of getting a couple players back from this game. The like I said, uh, they'll be without still Lamar Jackson, so RG three will get the helm. But who are you taking in this Wednesday matinee? Steelers. I agree. I Steelers. Haven't, I haven't. I haven't. They haven't let me down yet. I got big. So ben. now I got Big Ben and I got Anthony uh, Johnson. Since the Raiders stand. lost, I believe if the Steelers win, they can clinch a playoff spot. Yes. I believe so. I, so, I believe that's correct. Uh, week 13 clin- playoff clinching scenarios. If the Chiefs can clinch the division with a Raiders loss and the Saints can clinch a playoff spot, I believe also with another team's loss. It was on Andrew Siciliano's Twitter earlier mm-hmm. today. I don't remember. But um, division races 
are heating up. Um, and the playoff race is heating up. So if we break down the conference just for a second before we get in to um, picks for week 13, let's just talk about so far. So the top 17 make top seven teams make it. We'll look at the NFC first. You have the Saints currently at the number one spot, Packers at the two, Seahawks at the three, Rams at the four. Those are your four division winners. Bucks, Cardinals, and forty, and then uh, Bucks, Cardinals, and 49ers. And the Vikings are tied. Are tied. Yeah, the Vikings and 49ers are tied technically for that. Um, and the Bears. For that one, two, three, four, five, six, for that seventh spot. Currently, yeah, the Forty ers the Vikings, and the Bears—it's like a three-way five and six tie. It's for that eighth spot. Yeah, the Cardinals hold the se- hold the seventh spot. What do you see changing? Who gets the seventh spot, or a seven and six spot gets taken out, or what do you see this wrapping up as you get in the next couple of weeks? You don't have to fully make your predictions, but do you see any team moving in and any team moving out as of right now? Um, in terms of the teams that aren't four, aren't five and six, so outside of the 49ers, Vikings, and Bears, so talking about really like the Falcons, the Giants, I mean the Giants are going to win their division. I, I think that I want the Giants to win the division. I think that they're, they're my pick for the uh, NFC East. I think they're going to come out and they're going to play well in that uh, in that division, and I think they're going to move out. But anyway, sorry. Um, I don't know. Uh, in terms of that team, I actually I'm not gonna lie. I mean, you kind of throw me on the Vikings bandwagon ever since that uh, Monday night game. Hey. I'm, I'm kind of I'm kind of committed to them. I think they're gonna. I, th- I hope they continue to play well. I mean, I you know you don't want to put too much uh, misplaced faith, but I I really like the way they're playing, and I think that if they're able to continue on this trend, they could find themselves playing in January. They could. So right now, the NFC playoff picture is Saints at the one. Packers at the two, Seahawks at the three. Giants do hold the first place spot in the NFC East. The Rams, the Bucks, and the Cardinals wrap up your three wild cards. And then you have Vikings at eight, Bears at nine, 49ers at ten. Because any team that's really not five and six, uh, you know, if they if you lose and you go down to four and eight and they go down to, you know, it, it, yes, it is one game, but the strength of schedule two comes into it. Um, so that's the NFC. And then the AFC, you got the Steelers, Chiefs, Steelers at the one, Chiefs at the two, Titans at the three, coming off a huge win against the Colts. Derrick Henry had himself a day. Bills at the four. The Browns, first time positive since 2007. Eight and three. They're eight and three. The Dolphins in the six, Colts in the seven. Uh, Ravens on the bubble. So this Wednesday game is really, really big for the Ravens. Um, so, you know, this is what you got. I, I got to give credit to both the Dolphins and the Browns. I, I've never really been on the Browns, but the Browns, also, to me, have had quite the favorable schedule. A um, couple more losses. They could see themselves out of it if other teams get their stuff together. But right now, this is what you got on the playoff picture. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. Uh, yeah, I The Browns and the Dolphins, I think, are the two teams that really surprised everyone. I mean, the, in terms of the Giants and that division, that really was kind of a toss-up as to who's going to end up beating, uh, having the highest divisional record, which so far seems to be the Giants. They're playing very well but the Colts I think they're still doing a good job I mean ever since they lost Andrew Luck back uh, last year they've still been doing pretty well they're seven and four but yeah I mean the fact that the Browns are only uh well I wouldn't say only but the Browns are eight and three they're um they're playing they're playing very well I think they're playing very well compared to what everyone else thought going into the season I mean I understand that it's week you know week 12 just wrapped up but I uh 
I don't know. I, 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 that definitely, that number definitely shocks me. I'm not going to lie. I thought they would be more like, uh, I mean, that they have a higher record than Brady and the Bucks. They have more wins than them. They have more wins than a lot of teams that you kind of look at and go, wow. Same with the Bills. I think, you know, the Bills is a little more expected because the Bills are getting to be a better team. They're still struggling against uh, stronger teams, but however, they played, they, that one game against Seattle was huge for them. But, you know, when it comes down to it, just a matter of crunch time and which teams can really close out their seasons. That's really like what what the big uh, what the big question mark is is what teams can close out their seasons. Yeah, it always is, and you know it's interesting to see you know how things play out. And we're gonna be in week thirteen. Uh, week thirteen, there is no uh, Thursday night football this week. That game is moved to Monday. Uh, or I believe Monday, um, and the only reason they're doing that is because it involves the Ravens, and the Ravens can't play in back-to-back games. But we'll run down our picks for the Week 13. So, Mike, I'll let you go first. Saints-Falcons. Ooh, that's that's a fun matchup. You know, usually the Falcons kind of struggled to get their feet set in the beginning of the season, but they're, they, you know, they're moving to 4-7. and seven. I wouldn't say that they're... Uh, that they're you know back yet, but they're definitely looking to get back. I mean, this game—if you want any game to prove that you're that you're still playing—it's this game to win. However, the Saints have only allowed one offensive touchdown since Week Nine. Their defense—I picked them up. I, they're playing out of their mind. You know, they had a field day against the Broncos, and I'm going to go with the Saints on this one. Uh, Lions Bears—I want the Lions to win because oh they'll my. both be—they'll be both five and seven. And no matter what would happen in the Vikings game, we'll get to that as the picks come in, but then they would all be tied, and the Vikings have the tiebreakers on both of them. So uh, let's see what the Lions can do. Next up, we got Colts, Texans. Uh, the Texans at 4 and 7, Colts at 7 and 4. Um, see, the thing is that ever since they were 0 and 4 with Bill O'Brien, and since then they've managed to be 4 and 3, which, I mean, still three losses are three losses, but I believe they won three straight, have they not? Yes, they have. So, you know, you can kind of see that it took a while for the head coach to kind of set in, going and moving to 1-3, and three, thinking, okay, at least we got a win. But then here you are now, 4-3, and three, and you're starting to win more games. I mean, you had a field day against the Detroit Lions. However, I'm not going to lie, though, losing Will Fuller is a big blow to that offense. And No Will Fuller, no, no, Will Randall, Fuller. Fa- yeah. no Randall Cobb. No Kenny Still. Uh, I don't know if Kenny Stills, Kenny Stills is, is playing. Uh, but uh, oh no, he's not. No, he's I think not. I don't think he is. So it's uh, gonna be Aikens and uh, a couple other guys gonna be rounding up that core. Uh, Bengals, Dolphins. I'm gonna go with the Dolphins. Bengals put up a fight against the Giants, but the Dolphins' defense is for real. Who are you picking? Colts. Okay, <laughs> Dolphins. Um, now you get the Vikings. Jags. The Vikings. Jags game. Okay. Well, I mean, for some reason. Yeah, they stay. So Minnesota's, so Jags are coming in one and ten. Minnesota's coming in five and six. Minnesota's won four of their last five. They started off one and five, and now they've they've essentially flipped that record, as, yeah. well, as people would say, and now they're five and six, which I think is a very good start, a very good position to find themselves in. They've been winning a lot. Um, the Jags, though, I mean, the Jags caused some terror for the Packers. They have, you know, that, they was, have. that was a pretty interesting game. That that probably was closer than a lot of people would have wanted it to be. However, I don't really know how the Jags. I mean, I obviously I know that the Jags are going to come out. I think they still want to get that win. I think that they're in a scenario where I don't think their tank is. I don't think they're really full in on the tank. I mean, they fired their GM. Out. Mike Glennon will be starting. Doug Marone's job safe till the end of the season. 
I think for me, as a Vikings fan, this is a must-win game because you have to show people, okay, that we're still for real. If the Cardinals lose, you're in that seventh playoff spot. This is a huge game for the Vikings. So this is the Viking. Every game potentially is Vikings season. Well, yes. But you don't. You want to avoid that so-called. You know, you, you just want to avoid everything. Kirk's playing well. Everything's going well. Just you had a weird loss against Dallas. Bounce back. Crazy win against Carolina. Finally, one point went the right the Vikings way. And you know. This is a big game, is what it is. But who are you picking? Uh, see, I'm gonna. I I kind of want to go with the Vikings here, and I'm probably gonna end up going with the Vikings. But like I'm saying, all these teams have that one game where you really have to win that you kind of think would be easy. The Jack, the 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 Vikings can't go into this game thinking, okay, we have a better record than them. They're one no. in ten. We can just we can just just play our game. We're gonna win. You have to go out and you still have to play football. Yep. So it's a matter of how long. I mean, they've won four of their last five. They've been playing. They've been beating some pretty decent teams in that stretch. And I mean, you just can't look at the Jags as a mental laxation team because no. they will attack you and they will pounce on you and they will beat you if they get the chance. So I think that the Vikings are gonna win this game. But if they if they start to lose their footing, I think that it's gonna, it's not gonna go their way. Yeah. Uh, Jets Raiders. You know, this is another thing. The Raiders fell apart. Against the Falcons, another team that's four and seven, one of the weaker teams in the league. Raiders are fighting for a playoff spot. The Jets have shown some sort of urgency. Adam Gase going back and forth, sharing play calling, not sharing play calling, splitting play calling. You know, the Jets, they, they just can't put a full game together. They just only put up three points. Then they got the Seahawks the next week. They're already eliminated from the playoffs. The Raiders have to play again, kind of like a situation. This is a game that the Raiders got to go in and win this game. They lose this game. It's going to be tough. Uh, I'm going to go with the Raiders, but again, similar situation. You just got to get your job done. Yeah, no, I agree. Next up, we got Browns and Titans. Browns, both teams, 8-3. and three. This is this is going to be a fun match. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, when do you look at a Browns-Titans game and go, oh, this is probably one of the, you know, this is, this is the head-to-head team, you know, top of the league. Here, uh, I don't know. I Baker Mayfield. I mean, I'm just like everyone else. A lot of people not a big Baker Mayfield fan, but they've been. You know, you can't. I I can't doubt what the, what they've been doing there. As they obviously eight and three, they've been winning games. Titans two eight and three. But I love Derrick Henry. I'm gonna lock it in with the Titans because I don't think the Browns have really done a good job at defending their run game. Or defending the run game. I'm going to go Titans as well. Ne- oh, actually, I'm not picking at all. Uh, next, Rams-Cardinals. Uh, this game's interesting because the Rams are 6-0 and versus Arizona with Sean McVay since 2017. Cardinals coming off a loss on a field goal in New England, traveling back across the country to play the Rams now, back in their home stadium. Rams coming off a field goal kick win. Um uh, field goal kick loss, excuse me, to the 49ers. This is the first game against uh, that these two teams are playing this year in the division. So, um, you know, this is going to be a game that's a must-win for both teams. Uh, I, I'm going to give the edge to the Rams. I think their defense is playing very well right now. I think the running back carousel is going very well. I'm going to give it to the Rams, but in a close one. Giants Seahawks up next. Giants 4-7, and seven, Seahawks 8-3. and three. Seattle's won four straight games against the Giants here. Ah, that's in Seattle. I don't know. I I don't want to doubt out the Giants. I don't, I'm not going to lie. I really don't want to doubt out the Giants here. I think the Giants are, you know, they, they're looking for that division spot. I really think they want to win the division. I think they know that it's possible. But Seattle's a very tough opponent to get a free win from. I don't think they're. I don't think it's a free win at all. you got to earn that win. 
Um, I don't think they're going to take this game. I'm going to go with Seattle on this one. Although I definitely don't, I definitely think that the Giants can are going to make it interesting, in a way. I, I you know, it, it could be uh, Eagles Packers Packers eleven two at home. Carson Wentz in that offense just does not have it. Doug Peterson said he was going to Jalen Hurts Monday night. I watched the whole game. He went to him two plays. I think it's time for a switch. They don't do it. Packers still could have that weird trap ish game. This could be it. I don't see it being it. Packers move to nine and three. Patriots Chargers up next. Patriots five and six. Chargers three and eight. New England's twenty point eight point per, points per game this season. That's the fewest since two thousand. At least they're averaging above twenty still. That's still some good numbers to hold. Um, Patriots had a big win against Arizona. You know, I'll, I think a lot of people started to doubt them out, and I mean they're definitely not what they used to be. But I also don't think that they're far from what from what they used to be. I don't think they're far from falling off just yet. They're winning games. You don't really want to fall down this path. I mean, ever since the Jets game, I think they've been doing a pretty good job at winning. And, I mean, the Chargers 3-8, and eight, Justin Herbert, love him to death. But at this point, you know, he did, he did good against the Jets. Actually, no, he, I think that he his offense was good, but the defense, you know, that, that game was actually pretty close. That game almost came down to a score, and I think Joe Flacco threw a game-ending interception, if I remember correctly. But uh, I'm going to go with the Patriots on this one. I think the Patriots starting to get their footing back. I think Bill Belichick's finally getting to his players, motivating them, having them to perform a lot well. Cam Newton's Cam Newton. You, can, you know, can't put too much faith in him, but I have the Patriots taking this game. Broncos, Chiefs. Oh, this is, this is a uh, Sunday night game. I'm gonna go with Chiefs. I don't even. I don't think the Broncos. They're they don't, they just played against the Saints team with Taysom Hill. Let them put up 30 points. I understand they had nothing, but your defense could have stopped something. I don't. I'm not the biggest Taysom Hill fan. Chiefs just are gonna. Yeah, win. I'm taking Chiefs on that one too. So you got two Monday games and a Tuesday game. The Monday games: Bills 49ers, which was the original Monday night game, and then f- the football team versus the Steelers. That game uh, had, was supposed to be Sunday, but it had to be pushed to Monday because they're playing today, too close. And then the Cowboys-Ravens game was supposed to be tomorrow night, had to be moved to Tuesday night because too close. So I'm going with the Bills over the 49ers, even though they've lost four straight Monday night games. I think the Bills' defense is going to feast on Nick Mullins. Just my opinion. The Bills' defense is very good. I agree there. However, the 49ers are t- – I don't know. I don't want to – I feel I'm going to give the 49ers too much credit. But the Bills have lost four straight on Monday night. But so is Kirk. Is like what? What was Kirk on Monday? Kirk was one and oh and nine. Oh, oh one and nine. And nine. Oh, well, he's one and nine now. Yeah, so, oh and nine. I mean, he if he could turn, if he could start getting putting wins in his Monday night column, I know that the Bills can do it too. Then what about the second game? Steelers Washington football team. Is this a question? Nope, Steelers. Steelers. And then to wrap it up, Cowboys Ravens. Depends if on the how, Ravens if the, lose tonight, it's Ravens a must-win game. If the Ravens lose tonight, it's a must-win game. However... I'm going to go Ravens. You're going to go Ravens. I'm going Ravens. Zeke can't hold the football. They're, no. they're nothing without Dak Ravens. I was going to I was gonna try to flip it, but no. And that, you know, but... and So that that's a lot of sports that we talked. You know, that yeah, is a that was, lot of good. stuff to unpack. Uh, How's your fantasy team? Fantasy football team won this week. I had the most points scored, 198 in my, my league. My team is dying on me. Uh, so week 13 and then playoffs. This was a huge win for me. I will be seven and five after today. He has had nobody since Sunday, so I've already secured my victory. I will be fourth in the divi- fourth in the league, tied for third. Um, 
So I'm excited. Uh, I, I need if I win next week, I could potentially hop to the second or third spot because I will be playing the second place team. Um, so I'm very excited. Um, and so we'll see. We'll let you guys know up to date on that. And then quickly, what's your team looking like? Dying. Yeah. I uh, so right now this week I have Ben Zeke. Hunt, Moore, Fuller, Thomas, Johnson, Saints defense, Kaimi Fairburn. Can you win this week? I can. Uh, it is 91 me to 100. Oh, I think you can I'm win. I projected 123. My opponent's projected 123. Or 122.9, 123.7 okay. for me. I have Ben and Johnson this week. He has Juju and Boswell, the kicker for Pittsburgh. So, the thing is that if the Pittsburgh offense goes off, we're going to have a very – I had the Ben Roethlisberger uh, reception points, but if, if it's like Juju and then you're getting extra points from the kicker, that's going to cause problems for me. So I need Ben Roethlisberger to throw strictly to Deontay Johnson. The game on right now? As the game starts, yes. As the game starts. Um, however, I have no idea what I'm going to do now because I have Will Fuller now down. Drew Brees is still down. DJ Chark's out. George Kittle's still on the IR. I – I quite frankly have no idea what to do with my team. I really, I'm eight and three. If I win, I'm winning. I'm tied. I'm against the person who's tied with me for first place. So the winner of this week gets sole possession of first place. And I quite frankly, I'm scared. Well, anything can happen, and you just gotta hope they don't throw to Juju. Boswell's gonna get some points. I don't even um, think I'd be able to do anything. Once but I win. you know, if you win, you win. Uh, but you know what? Enjoy Wednesday afternoon football. Uh, and for episode eight, we'll be back sometime next week. Not sure when, but we will be. And for episode eight, that it's just hard about the does it. It's season to stick on the it schedule. Is. It is. Um, but yeah, anything else you want to add? No, that's it. We're almost at 50 viewers, like, of listeners, like yeah, you said. Yeah, hopefully we will reach hopefully the we'll mark 50. of 50 listeners this week. Thank you for those who have listened. And, True. uh, we'll catch you next week. Later.